0: Welcome to Mindset and Money Mastery for Photographers, the podcast. We help overwhelmed photographers make more money while simplifying their business by mastering their, you guessed it, mindset and money. Tune in each week for practical and actionable tips to take your photography business up a notch. Let's dive right in. I am so incredibly excited today to have my personal money mindset coach that was the first person that really called me out and was like, Hey, you have these problems and you have to fix them. If you've been around here long enough, you've heard me talk about her. Um, her name is Christina Bold and she is fabulous. Um, I think we worked together. It's been like five years ago now. I think that we worked together. Was it so long? It feels like yesterday. <laughs> It does. I can honestly say, I don't think I would be where I'm at. And I, I know I wouldn't be where I was at if it wasn't for Christina's help and guiding me and really just launching me on this journey. I was kind of on the right track, but Christina was the one who really forced me to deal with the things and the problems that I had in my life. So she is a huge part of my journey and why I'm here, which is why I asked her if she would come on the podcast. So I am so excited to have her here. Christina, can you start out by sharing a little bit about what you do and how you help people?
1: Of course. So, first of all, thank you so much for having me here and for all your beautiful words about what I do. Apparently, I'm forcing people <laughs> to see the truth. <laughs> I, I feel that I am a mirror more than anything. I am I'm mirroring back to people where they are keeping themselves from where they want to be and exactly, exactly who they are. Because I feel that there are two levels. It's one level of who we are at our core, in our essence. And I feel that it's important at different moments in our journeys to have a mirror for that, like remembering who the F I am beyond all the conditioning, beyond all the layers of everything that I took as my own limitations. So it's the mirror for who we are. And then there is also a mirror for where are the distortions, where we we bought into illusions, where we bought into illusions of limitations. So in a few words, this is <laughs> what I'm doing. I am bringing people that mirror that reflects back their true nature, their true power, but also the parts where they they have distortions in their field so that they can actually
0: actively start dissolving those. Yeah. I like the way you said that, like a distortion in the way we see things. Cause I think even that reflects in like our own body image, like sometimes the way we look at ourselves and our own bodies in the mirror is not actually the way our bodies look. And it's the same thing with our mindset And I think as photographers, like we see this idea of like our clients struggle to look at themselves in the mirror, but we are able to show them what they truly look like by giving them these portraits where they look stunning. It's kind of what you do with people's brains and their mindset in a sense. So tell me this, what do you think like the biggest thing is that gets in people's way in their business when you're working with them through all of this good mindset stuff?
1: Mm. First of all, I I really wanted to to tell you that I love the parallel that you you made between basically in a certain way, we have a similar work, the photographers, you, the photographers and the mindset coaches, the two lines, because it's so therapeutic and you know that it's so therapeutic for your own clients to see themselves because it's a different perspective and perception than the perception that they have on themselves. So I loved so much that, that comparison, that parallel. Now, what is holding people in their businesses themselves? I think that we are always, as business owners, we are our own bottleneck. It all starts and in the end ends with us and more, more precisely with who we believe we are and what we expect the, the world, the reality to work like for, for ourselves. So <laughs> that would be in a few in a, in a in a short you know explanation. I, I I always in my experience I always see that the only impediment more growth is the CEO
0: is the business owner. I think that's really important. I think like I help photographers with their businesses, and all too often, like there are certain people that you can give all the tools to, and they take the tools and they run with them, and they do the thing they need to do. And then there's other people that are so held back by their fear and their worry and all of these things that they just never go do what they need to do. And when you say to them like you have all the tools, why haven't you gone and done it? It's almost like you don't you don't realize in that moment why you can't do the thing. Mm-hmm.
1: No, you keep you your explanations. It's like it's uh, the circumstances. It's my situation. It's the lack of time, too many obligations, busyness, family, the market, economy, economic current condition, the world,
0: the whatever, the price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what's like the first step for people? Do you think in recognizing, hey, this could actually be my own mindset. And maybe I can fix this on my own. Maybe this isn't everything else I'm blaming it on.
1: I think that it, it all starts, and you know this, it all starts with a moment of radical responsibility when we realize that actually everything that we are experiencing in our reality is our own doing, is our own creation. I feel that until then, it's like a victimhood. <laughs> it's like it's it's Things are happening to me when we are in that mentality of things are happening to me and we are not willing and, you know, available to look at the situation differently. Then things will keep on happening to us and we'll just be in the responding mode. Like I have to deal with this, all these things that are coming my way, I have to deal with them. And that is really the human disconnected from, from their power. We get to be fully disconnected or partially <laughs> disconnected from our power when we are in this responding mode where I, we are just dealing with the with stuff that is happening and coming our way, feeling like they are just happening to us. But the moment of change is the moment when you realize, you know what, it might seem like it's the exterior world. It might seem like these are all circumstances that are around me. But actually, I am the center of my world. I am the biggest force in my own world. I am the biggest force in my own reality. I create my own reality. And this could look and be a little bit <laughs> strange to hear for, for different people, depending on when they, where they are in their own journey. But I know for sure that there will be a time when this wisdom will will click in and we will be realizing hopefully sooner rather than later that you know what I created this. Consciously or mostly subconsciously, I created this. And this comes with a you know radical feeling of oh <laughs> damn <laughs> I created this. But also with wow, I created this, which means that also I have the power to create it differently. And that's where the transformation and the alchemy starts when we realize, you know what, if I created this, then it means that I have the power also to do things differently, and I get to choose a different kind of experience. And then we get to take the steps, and somehow when we are ready, I feel that, you know, when when you are ready, the mentor <laughs> appears, the path reveals itself, the signs are coming and are pointing, pointing you in the right direction, towards the right solutions, towards the right, you know, moments of shifts and the moments of awareness. And you start, you know, on this series of events and coincidences that are opening your awareness more and more. And you realize, Oh, that is an unhelpful way of looking at things. That is an unhelpful story. That story is not serving me anymore. And you start working through them. And obviously I feel that each one of us can do this work on our own until a certain point. And the limit is our subconscious. Because we can work a lot intentionally with our conscious mind, but I feel that we all require support from someone outside of ourselves in order to deal with our subconscious because we cannot see what we cannot see. we cannot you know change we do not know even that exists. And you, you know conversations for, for sure, also with your own clients where you are asking questions and you are bumping into, you know, memories, stories that they were not even aware that they were carrying around. And that's the deeper work. But I feel that in order to get there, we have to first have that moment of awareness where we realize, you know what, actually, this is me creating all my experience and I'm not willing to to shift, I'm willing to transform so that I, I give myself permission to, to hold more, to receive more, to enjoy more, to create more, and to move towards my, my next levels.
0: I'm, I'm 99% sure this was you that said this to me. I think the first time we talked, I think you said to me, are you actually ready to change? <laughs> or are you happy being where you're at? Are you happy continuing on the path you're on? Or are you so tired of dealing with the status quo that you will do anything required to make the change? I'm pretty sure that was you from my memory. It was a long time ago. It sounds like something that I might might have said. Yeah. Because I think I was sitting there going like, oh my gosh, like I contacted you because I Googled the words money mindset coach, because I realized I was having weird feelings when clients were spending money with me. And I remember driving down the road and I don't even know if you've heard this story, Christina, but I was driving down the road to the barn and I remember thinking to myself, I feel really weird every time somebody spends money with me. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, there has to be somebody that can help me fix this because this is not normal. And I literally Googled money mindset coach. And I think you were like the first person that came up on Google. And I just set up a meeting with you. And on that first meeting with you, I remember you asking me questions and you were mm-hmm. like, how do you feel about this? What was this like when you were growing up? And when you started asking the questions, especially about my past and my childhood and my family, I was like, oh, crap. All these things that have happened in my life have put me in this situation I was in. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the ability to see like, this happened and that happened and that happened until you asked me the questions. And then once you asked me the questions, I was like, Oh yeah, this, this, this is, this is why I'm here. This is why you freak out and people spend money with me. It's because the things that happened to me from birth all the way to here. And I think that was really important, but somebody who is struggling sitting there listening to this and they're like, I have these weird feelings about different things in my business I don't even know how to figure out where to begin. Like, how do I start to realize where these things have come from in my life? Or how do I start to even recognize them when I'm not even sure what they are?
1: That's a very good point because I feel that this is something that many people are dealing with. Like they know that the situation is not satisfying anymore or has never been quite satisfying. And now they are ready to shift it, to change it. But it's like, where do I start? (laughs) I don't know what, where to go and where to start and what exactly to change. And I feel that the answer to this, there are so many answers, but probably the answer for today would be, it's important to be open, to be open, to be shown signs. I feel that there is a higher self out there. That once we open up to, you know what, I'm open and available to start shifting this and to allow myself to be guided. And then there is an inner intuition, higher self, soul, God, no matter how we are calling it. There is there a higher guidance that will be kicking in. And you will start, as we are saying, you will start, you know, hearing things that are taking you to you know on different directions you start having you know a certain thought or you are reading a post of a person that really talks your language and tells you or shares that message that you needed to hear it's really a matter of following this this guidance following this science and following the path of, oh, this feels good. This makes me feel more empowered. This feels more expansive. Go there. Go, you know, like follow that inner pull. Maybe you will find a mentor. Maybe you will find a message that you needed to hear. Maybe you will find a shift that you, you know, could start implementing in yourself on today when you received it. Or maybe you will find something else. But it's really important, first of all, I would say, to have this openness, to being guided, allowing the higher part in you to start leading the way. And then it's also a, a process of self-awareness, like starting paying more attention. I remember that this was one of the first things that we, we did together, like starting to pay attention to what is that is happening between your ears. And we will realize that the narrative, the inner narrative, it's some, sometimes we, comes with things that we we'll never say out loud to someone else, you know, let alone someone that we care about. And yet we are telling ourselves those things. And it's like literally putting the, those things down, the ones that, especially the, the thoughts that are recurrent and are really unhelpful and start shifting them intentionally. And obviously, when you feel the pull, you know, you as a generic you is uh, is also a matter of following and checking what what additional support I can get in order to go even deeper. In order to sometimes, you know, there are things that we, as we were saying we cannot really shift on our own, and some some support may be may be very very useful. But until there, there are so many things that we can do ourselves. Like starting with the inner narrative, seeing what are the stories and then choosing like, okay, what is a more empowering story? Like maybe one story is I don't like to say my prices or I feel so uncomfortable. You know, I can feel myself being uncomfortable when people are paying me. And then you get to ask yourself, okay, wh- why? Sometimes all it's required is to uh, to question the old Stories to question the whole narrative. Like, why do I feel uncomfortable? Well, because I feel like people are paying me money that they do not have. Hmm, that's an interesting story, you know? Like, okay, what is a more empowering story? Can I believe, or will it be serving me to believe that my clients are empowered and self-led and they are investing in something that is valuable for them and that, you know, elevates them? (laughs) Because it has its own value. Can I believe in the value of my work? And maybe the the answer sometimes will be, no, I cannot. But I can choose to start aligning myself to these new truths. Like, what are other truths that would be empowering, that would be helpful for where I am going? And then we kind of start rewiring ourselves also on our own. Because in the end, no matter the support, it's also, you know, self-led work. We have to to be committed to this rewiring.
0: Yeah. I think that what you said about we have to be aware of what's happening between our ears, like those thoughts. And then also like what I've noticed is anything that happens that makes me feel anxious.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, th- there's something going on here. There's some sort of thing that I believe that's probably not true. Mm-hmm. And it's causing me to have these anxious feelings or thoughts about what's about to happen. Mm. And then I'm saying, is this anxious feeling justified? Is the tightness in my chest justified? Or am I making up this big story in my head that actually isn't true? Mm. And we all know that most of the stories we tell ourselves in our head are not actually truths. They're just these big stories we scheme up to scare ourselves for some weird reason, which is crazy, <laughs> but I think that's been a big thing for me is just recognizing that that tightening in my chest, that anxious feeling, the thoughts like you said that you wouldn't say them to somebody else out loud. So why are you telling them to yourself? So I really, I really like that tip there.
1: Can I add something here because what you said mm-hmm. is of so much value, and I have something to add in order to make it accessible to to more people. Your 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 practice. I feel that it's super valuable because our body will always be like a guiding system like almost like a GPS when we get to be present in our body. What I'm noticing with most people we are living so much in our head either in the past or in the future in the past meaning like (laughs) still fighting with things that are long gone or in the future, worrying, being in fear, making projections and all that, that actually we are not here in our body. So as we are not here, we are not even aware that something is wrong. We cannot use our GPS, that is our body through our emotions because the emotions are being felt inside the body. So I would say maybe... A very important and powerful practice that anyone could be doing is to take some minutes every day, maybe in the morning or maybe throughout the day of just breathing into the heart and asking themselves, How do I feel in my body now? And feel, you know, any place in 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 their vessel, <laughs> the physical vessel where they are feeling like tightness, pressure, constriction. We sometimes we are going months, if not years. With, you know, tightness in our body, we are not even realizing that it's happening. And in time, guess what? It somatizes. And we find out that we have this disease and that disease. Imagine the power, not only for the business, but for our beingness in general. If we would make a scan every day and realize, okay, where do I feel the tightness? Like, okay, what is in there? What is the story? Like, why am I feeling this? What's behind this? And then start working and processing that story and clearing not only the energy field, but also, you know, the way we are showing up and we are taking action and we are expecting the world and the the reality and the business to work like for us. So, sorry, I really needed to say this because it feels so powerful, your practice. And yet I understand that not most of the people do not have access to that because they are not present in their bodies.
0: I like have goosebumps right now because honestly, like I think that some people also forget is that, the toxicity in our heads in our mindset these negative thoughts these negative feelings the negativity that we surround ourselves with even the people we surround ourselves with can actually cause physical issues in our bodies like it goes so much deeper than this and this might sound a little strange to people that are hearing this for the first time but it is very really widely accepted in the world I'm sure most of you have heard like your doctor say you're too stressed out. Your blood pressure is high. Well, (laughs) that's an example of how our mind affects our body. And I think that for the longevity of our lives in general, this isn't just a business thing. Mindset and all this stuff is not just your business. This ripples down into your personal life in a lot of ways. This ripples down to you living a long, healthy life and not, you know, dealing with a bunch of things physically as well. Um, so I think that was a really important, important thing you said there. So here's my next question. I know you mentioned this. You said rewire your brain. Yeah. So I do yeah. talk a lot about this and I tell people like, you have to rewire your brain. You literally have to make it work differently. Mm-hmm. So for those people that are listening to this and they're like, this is a bunch of woo-woo. I don't believe in this. There's no way this is real. What would you say to them? Looking to create more magic in your business? Make sure you join us over in Your Magic Year. Your Magic Year is our new year-long program designed to help give you direction and guidance as you move throughout the next year in your business. Together, we're going to work through quests each and every month. We're going to have a magical training every month to give you guidance and direction. But most importantly, you're going to be surrounded in a community of people that are also working towards the same goals as yourself so you don't have to feel alone. Check out the link in the show notes.
1: That is real. (laughs) And it's scientifically proven. So when we say about rewiring... um, rewiring the mind is literally about creating neural pathways, right? Neural pathways are created when the synapses in our brain are being fired together. The more we are firing them in a certain path, which is like a story, a, w- a pattern, a way of thinking in a certain way, the stronger that pathway gets. So in the beginning, I'm using this image many times when I am speaking to my, my clients, and students, imagine that in the moment, in the beginning, you create a story about, you know, a, a way of thinking that then develops in a pattern. And imagine that that is like a you open a trail into a forest, like you cut the things in there and you are just opening a path in there. But then as you are going there more times and you start transforming that way of thinking That that story into a belief, which means that it's being fired by a pattern, mental pattern. Then that trail is is with more more times being used becomes a road, and then the more it gets used, becomes a you know a highway. (laughs) And in the end, we have like a really solid path that was wired in our brain. And what happens when we have like a highway in our brain is We do not even need to go there consciously. Our brain goes subconsciously and walks that pathway because it was already conditioned in our head. So when we are rewiring, we are literally creating new synapses and uh, new neural pathways, which by repetition, they are themselves transforming into roads, bigger roads, and then eventually highways. Just the difference is that this time we are choosing these pathways to be patterns, stories, narratives that are actually serving us, are serving our, our journey, are serving our growth, are serving our evolution and are supporting us. So we are feeling more in power, we are feeling more in our power when we are using and being supported by those stories. Like one story could be there are not enough people who can pay the kind of, you know, prices that I'm charging and I feel a lot, you know, I feel called to be charging. That is one story that could be transformed eventually in belief that is not going to support any <laughs> business owner, right? So instead of continuing to go on that pathway and rewire and rewire more and more, deeper and deeper that story into the mind, it's much more important or it's much more useful and empowering to decide, you know what, I'm choosing to believe that there are enough people that are not only able, but happy to pay my prices because they love the work that I do. And then In the beginning, it might sound like I'm not really feeling it because we are just creating the synapses. We are just creating the neural pathway. But then the more we are reminding ourselves, actually, I now choose to believe that that is my truth. Actually, I now choose to believe that there are more than enough clients out there that love to pay for my services because they love my work. And I'm reminding me myself this story over and over and over again. At one point, I don't even have to do it consciously. It's like the way who I am. is not anything that I'm doing is who I be because I repeated it to myself so much that it got to be wired into my subconscious and became part of who I am, of my belief system. So then I am operating in this world and reality accordingly and in line with that new belief. Yeah, That is how the wiring happens. So it's not a war. It's like, well, it's very abstract. It's like literally a process that is backed by science because that's exactly how we are wiring
0: and rewiring intentionally our own brain. Yeah. I love that. I think that I talk to people sometimes and they say to me like, you know, Corinda, I think this is great. I get that you, you believe that the mindset stuff is important and that you have to like deal with it before you can change your pricing. But like, I don't believe in it. I think it's too woo woo. I think it is just a bunch of like, snake oil or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no. There is science behind why this works. This is something you can go read and there's research and there are scientists that will tell you this is true. So I think that's the cool part about mindset and this process is that it is Mm -hmm. actually proven to work and there is a reason why it works. There's this other thought that it's taken you what you're However old, 35 years old, let's say, it's taking you 35 years to build these beliefs. So how mm. long does it really take to start to rewire those pathways in your head?
1: Oh, I love this. I love this question. It takes much less than it took to wire the old beliefs because this time we have intentionality around them. So when we have intentionality we have focus so when we have focus we can you know accelerate the entire process because we are moving intentionally but there is another way in which we can rewire even more rapidly than we would in a conscious way so the conscious way is every time i find myself going back to the old stories i remind myself what the new story is so through repetition I am just building a new, a new belief. A belief, as we know, is just a thought that we, we repeat it long enough in order to become who we are in our subconscious. But there is a different way or a faster way to rewire our mind, and that is through subconscious reprogramming. And this is something probably you probably you are not familiar with that from, from me, because I was not here yet when we did this work together. But I started looking more and more into hypnosis and working myself and studying it, and I became fascinated with it because hypnosis is literally wiring into the subconscious mind, which means that the the time of rewiring is being collapsed. There is no more filter, no more conscious filter that says, yeah, but... (laughs) like. Yeah, but what if there are not enough people? What what if they are you know not nice people? What <laughs> if whatever? What if they actually do not really like the, the, my work? So all these filters that are our ego voice that tries to keep the status quo, tries to keep you know things from how from moving from changing, all these filter is being like completely jumped. and we are we are wiring the stories, the new beliefs that we want to create for ourselves directly into the subconscious mind when our conscious is like you know, it's it's not like we are removing the, the conscious we are putting ourselves into a brain frequency where the conscious is not present anymore, it's like drifting away and then all those stories are being imprinted directly into our subconscious and for that less than a month is enough for creating new beliefs. Again, there is a lot of research and a lot of science that is backing this, but just to give like a horizon of time, sometimes if you go directly for this subconscious reprogramming, it's less than one month that rewires years, sometimes tens of years of BS wiring that we did to ourselves, mostly obviously unconsciously.
0: I actually went and did a hypnotherapy Mm -hmm. thing when I was pregnant um, because I researched and I read a lot that it helps with nausea and like food aversions while you're pregnant. And I actually went and did, um, experienced hypnotherapy Mm -hmm. when I was pregnant. And it was a crazy experience. Like, it's, I don't even know how to explain it. Very peaceful you feel like all these weird feelings that you didn't know were there and there's a lot of interesting things that happen so I definitely think that's really I would have never even thought I don't know why I never thought about the relation to this mindset stuff but yeah that's really cool
1: it is and there are so many ways I mean I I experienced hypnosis in different ways and different modalities and some of them you know are are faster, I would say, than others and less, um, there is more easily digestible, let's say. <laughs> but the point is, there is a way to fast track this subconscious rewiring. And I'm happy that you experienced it too.
0: Yeah, now I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna have to be like Christina, I need to experience this more. Um, so <laughs> we talked about, okay, so we talked about this idea of the hypnosis thing. I have another thing I want to talk, bring up, because I know this is something we talked about a lot was visualization. Mm -hmm. We did a lot of like, pretend like you're watching a giant movie screen. What's unfolding in front of you, what's happening. And I think this is another layer of this whole idea of visualizing and putting it deeper into your brain than just thinking these new stories. You can repeat these stories to yourself. You can say them to yourself, but if you visualize, it helps convince your brain that these things are actually a possibility?
1: Yes. Oh, there are so many layers to visualization. So the first one is we get clarity on our desire. And it's like almost calibrating our our tools, like, cool, this is where, where I'm going. And it's really, really a powerful tool of calibration. The second thing is that during visualization, if it's a visualization that also involves the senses, we get to really live the, the visualization as, as an experience. And as you well said, the brain doesn't make the difference between imagination and real thing, like real, reality perception or between imagination and the memory from the past. It, it is all live the same. It's all live like, you know, in experience that the body and the, the beingness, our beingness is going through, which means that we are feeling it. We are feeling it with, with you know, with, with uh, if we bring colors, we are feeling it with our visual, if uh, senses, if we are bringing smells with our smells, but more than that, we are feeling it through our emotions. And now, this is the biggest part, and the biggest part where the power comes in visualization. We create through our emotions, we manifest through our emotions because our emotions are literally sending the frequency into our field and from there into the quantum. And here we go a little bit woo woo, but <laughs> I trust that the people who are to hear this and to, you know, to resonate with it will be getting the message. So, Our manifestation power is really our ability to feel things. And we get to feel them when we can, you know, bring them in front of our heart's eyes and actually start connecting and calibrating to them. And the more we allow ourselves to feel them, to feel like being, how it is being there, it feels like in our system, how living that experience feels like in our system, how being that person there feels like, the more we are Sending cleaner, crispier, more powerful sign, sign out there that becomes an energetic match to that reality. So that's why the key is our emotions. The key to our, any manifestation is our comes in our emotions and a holder for that or a catalyzer for connecting ourselves with our emotions that are a match for the next level desire is visualization, because actually we bring ourselves into the experience of being there into that reality, and the brain doesn't make the difference. That is, again, (laughs) a scientific scientific fact that the brain doesn't make the difference between what we visualize and what we actually live. The biochemistry, the emotional side is exactly the same.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think that I remember from working with you, one of the things that this kind of brings up in my head is that idea that like you're comfortable with your money where it's at and where you're used to it being. Mm-hmm. And when you have more money, it almost makes you slightly uncomfortable. And I think that something that we did was I had to start to be okay and to realize and visualize that my future and my bank account could have more money. And I mm-hmm. I almost remember like vividly working with you being like. I either have like $5,000 in the bank or I have nothing in the bank. And then when there's Mm -hmm. nothing in the bank, it's really easy to get back to like $5,000, but it never seemed to get above that. And it was almost like I wasn't comfortable above that with my money. And I was like sabotaging myself. So I remember like thinking like, okay, I would have this much money in my bank account. I just want to have this much money and like visualizing it, feeling it, seeing it, like thinking like I'm logging into my bank account. There's all this money with all these zeros there. What does that feel like? And once I became okay with that, then all of a sudden those things started happening, which to say that feels so weird to say, even to this day, to be like, I was uncomfortable with having money in my bank account, but that was my reality. Now I look at my bank account and I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. You know, it doesn't emotionally affect me anymore when I look at it like it used to. Um, And I think that's one of those things where visualizing and feeling it and imagining the sensation of that really was oddly important and powerful for me, looking back on our work together and just being okay and comfortable with what my new reality could be.
1: Yeah, that's a powerful confirmation of how important this work is in order to calibrate we each one of us has different set points when it comes to our not only holding but uh, not only receiving but holding like we are calibrated to a certain level of receiving and that's why more or less we will be you know receiving around that average and even if we have higher mounts, then we will be dipping in order to in the end get ourselves to the same old average And then there is a holding set point also, like I'm getting a certain amount of money, but I don't see it in my account because the moment it hits there, there is money flying everywhere. And my holding set point is not at the level of my receiving because I keep receiving. Sometimes we have this kind of clients and situations, but the the having is not really (laughs) reflecting the receiving. Like where is the money going? It feels like it hello, bye, hello, bye, and so on and so forth. So when we are visualizing, we are literally calibrating ourselves to what would energetically feel to elevate those set points, both for receiving and for
0: having. And I love how you you speak to that. Yeah, it's funny, something you'd be so proud of me. Something that I've actually started doing is when I speak and I do like say like I'm on a virtual conference or I'm I'm speaking and doing some sort of like little course or something for people, I have started doing a visualization first before we start. Yeah. And like five years ago, Corinda would have never done this. But yeah. what I realized is that if you sit down and you're going to work on yourself, if you're going to work on your business, if you're going to deal with big, scary things, And your brain is all over the place. You're worried about this or you're worried about that and you're worried about all of these things. Or you're sitting there and you're stuck in your status quo and you're feeling like this is all my life will ever be. Why am I even here? Because nothing's going to change. Then you're probably not going to learn much from it. So I've started doing that and I have started having people do that future self type visualization of like, what could my life be? Mm -hmm. What could that feel like? And then when I dive into teaching and sharing what I'm going to share about business, people are able to come into it with such a fresher mind and so much more optimism and excitement and like openness to it. And I think this is a big thing that I do time and time again. I say everybody should be this is not like this mindset stuff is not like a call Christina set up a call with her talk to her for an hour and you're going to be cured for the rest of your life this is like a <laughs> this is like a journey right like i am still on this journey myself and this is something that people need to start to incorporate in every part of their day and every part of their life like even if it's just 5 minutes in the morning every day over time like it's going to compound into such a big change um so I definitely would say, don't feel like this is an overnight thing. This is a journey. This is something I'm still on. I'm sure, Christina, you are still on your own journey with it. I'm sure some days you wake up and you're like, oh, dang it. I know some days when I'm going through stuff and my husband, he'll say, you should really call that Christina lady. <laughs> he'll be like, I think you need to hire her again and work with her again because you're really struggling lately. And I'm like, thanks, Austin. You're probably right. I do probably need Christina in my life. like forever and ever and ever um (laughs) so yes it's a journey if you could share one piece of advice for people who are listening like one thing that they could go do that's going to help them start them on their journey or move them forward on their journey what would that be Mm.
1: i love something that you are saying that it's an ongoing work and for me the best parallel is going to the gym were doing our you know some physical exercise already our society i think already woke up to the awareness this important is <laughs> healthy to make the exercise and to you know take kind of care of your physical shape and that is happening but what i think is crazy is that we don't realize that our mindset our energy require and deserve at least the same kind of level of attention and the effort is exactly the same the principles are the same you wake up every day and do your you know 15 minutes 30 minutes of exercises and that's it and it's an ongoing work it's not it's a work that never stops but also it's a rewarding work because it supports you. It builds your power, it builds your energy, it builds your reality, it builds your experience, it builds your aliveness, it builds how much you can receive, how much you can enjoy, how much you can impact, how much you can contribute, how much life you can fit into your life. So I would say it's really rewarding and deserves our our energy and our commitment.
0: Yeah. I love that. It is a It's a journey and it takes just a little bit every single day, every single day. Um, So yes, I appreciate all of your amazing advice and all of your goodness. Um, If people want to follow you and check out all of the great things that you do and all the ways you help people, how can they find you?
1: I think that the best way is my website, (laughs) where you found me is ChristinaBall.com. And from there, you know, they will probably, if they're interested, they will be directed to the different social media. Another great way is Instagram. It's Christine underscore bold. And
0: yeah. Yes.
1: Just follow, as we were saying, follow the signs. <laughs> I
0: <laughs> I personally love your Facebook group because I always see it on my feed and I'm always like, oh, I needed that reminder today. Did she know that I needed to hear that today? <laughs> So I always appreciate your wisdom and advice and energy that you share on um, social media. It's always really helpful to see and to follow along. And I would just say to anybody who's listening to this, look, I'm a photographer. I am a business coach. I know enough to help people on their journey and get them started. But there definitely is a time when you have to say like, this might be bigger than myself. This might be something that I do need to get help with. This might be an area where I need one-on-one help and I need somebody that's going to poke the bear, so to say, and get out of me what needs to come out of me to fix this. Because sometimes it's hard to deal with those things on our own. And sometimes it's hard to see the things without somebody like Christina to reflect that back on us and to share her wisdom and what's happening and things like that. So if you are struggling on this journey by yourself, don't be afraid to go find help. There are so many amazing people out there that help people with this. And Christina is literally my favorite. That's why she's on here. And she's the person that made such a big difference in my life. I would say Christina's made me hundreds of thousands of dollars since I worked with her. There are hundreds of thousands of dollars that I would have been left in my client's pocketbook if I would have never met Christina and set up a phone call with her and, um, I can honestly say that I would not be sitting in this chair in the house I'm in right now if I wouldn't have dealt with my mindset issues, specifically my money mindset issues, because those were big for me. That was a big deal. I had a lot of stuff to dig up there. So I am so grateful for Christina and everything she's done for me in my life. And um, yeah, hopefully y'all will get some good stuff out of this today. But thank you so much, Christina.
1: Thank you so much. I I am receiving all your words. (laughs) My heart is so full and I want also to celebrate you and all your commitments. You know, it takes courage and it takes also commitment to follow through on this path because it's not for the faint-hearted, this kind of work, the inner work. It takes like real power to say, you know what, I'm done with this and now I'm open for something different and I follow through. Like I, I follow through on what I said that I would be doing for myself
0: yeah yes I love it thank you so much Christina and um I'm maybe one day you'll be back and we'll do some other fun fun things here <laughs> always always here for you thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast please make sure you share it on social media or leave a rating and review. As always, you can check out the links and resources in the show notes over at MasterYourMindMoney.com. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at MasterYourMindMoney. And don't forget to join our free Facebook group, Photography Business Tune-Up with Corinda K. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.